Fellowship Day 148. So, so far so good. <laughs> I said I would be here after day 147 and the bewilderment of how I had gone from day 8 to day 147 and not realised how much time had passed in between. But here we are, day 148. I said I would break down a lot of the stuff that happened in the early stages of my fellowship over the past 100 days and there's a lot of stuff I will cover. Um, I'm finding it a little bit tough today. I was reminded on my way into work this morning that it's actually 10 years today since my father passed away, rather suddenly at the age of 48. Um, I've I've put out in other channels a lot about that story. He had survived a oil rig disaster in the late 80s and long story short struggled with post-traumatic stress and alcoholism for the rest of his days until he finally succumbed to it 10 years ago today. It was only my little brother who was with him when he died. Uh, yeah, Thinking back on that, it was a, a link in the text to a blog I wrote about this a while ago to try and help. Um, yeah, I was just about to start my PhD when I found out that my dad had died. <clears throat> it's wild to think that even that was so long ago. Time's passed so quickly, but I guess at the same time I've really coped, moved on, managed the loss of my dad by keeping myself as busy as possible. And maybe that's what I can focus on for anyone listening. Today, um, there's no way that I can sit here and give advice to anyone who might be dealing with a similar sort of struggle or challenge whilst trying to busy themselves with something as stressful as an academic career or any such career for that matter. But what I will say is this. I think one of the main things that's helped me, and you might consider yourself, is which elements of that particular struggle could you turn in to a useful bit of content, a nugget of information for someone else. And you reflecting on your own way of dealing with things or you reflecting on your understanding of what had actually happened, then that reflection, that musing, that study of yourself, that study of how you've dealt with a difficult situation can be the little bit of motivation, a little bit of encouragement for someone else who perhaps isn't dealing with it in the same way as you are or isn't managing to move on in the way that you are. Um, none of it will ever be easy. Uh, I stopped listening to a book that I would normally listen to on my walk into work this morning just so that I could listen to a few of the heavy metal tracks that I knew my dad liked. And I was listening to those whilst brushing away some tears in my eyes, 
casually pretending that I just had an itch whilst walking by everyone else who was commuting to work. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what else to say other than when you're working through a job like this or something else of a similar stress, busyness, um, forgive yourself for those those days or those moments where you can't be focused on the work. Um, uh, everyone's life tells a different story. Um, uh, a new a new friend of mine, Danny Atius, has begun a podcast on this topic called Saundership, on the topic of Sonder, which is realising that everyone has a story. So uh, a lot of the time, the most difficult story to learn is your own. It's um, reflecting on my own story that has really helped me be able to do anything close to moving on in the case of my dad. I miss him terribly every day. I remember, I still remember where I was when I last saw him. I think about all the things I would love to have been able to help him with now in my more mature adulthood that I wasn't able to do when I was in my early 20s. Um, I can't change any of that. But I can keep going and keep thinking about the parts of this pain that can help someone else. It sounds desperately narcissistic and somehow trying to make myself a martyr. I'm not the one who struggled most with this situation. But the point for this little recording remains for you that if you're listening to this to think about ways of bringing yourself into this sort of line of work or thinking about what might it, what it might entail, consider also that it is only one small part of a much bigger picture and that somewhere else on that same canvas something might be painted that just knocks you for six, something that you weren't expecting, something that will be a deeper struggle than anything that the intellectual challenge of your job will ever bring. And that's dealing with struggles in your family and those close to you. So prepare for what you can never prepare for is the stupid throwaway line at that point. Um, If ever there is a silver lining in that dark cloud is that it does give you the perspective to see that many of the things that you will otherwise stress about in work are a very small part of that much bigger picture. And in some ways it arms you against sweating all the small stuff that at one other time in your life you might have thought was the worst thing to ever happen to you. But you see that it is frivolous, (laughs) if I could say that word, Um, pointless, meaningless, close to nothing 
Okay, that's a little bit longer than I meant to rabble on for today. I hope you took something useful for that. I'll be back on day 149 for something far clearer. Have a good one. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series, and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to dr-mark-read.com. That's dr-mark with a c-r-e-i-d.com. Thanks again for listening.